0: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Let's Talk Movies podcast. I'm your host, Brian Drolet, and on this episode, we're going to talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie, I just saw it and I have to say it received like a 58 or 59% on Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience uh, score was 96%. I'm with the audience score. I loved this movie. I think the critics got it wrong. Uh, one of the biggest criticisms of the movie is that the plot is lacking. Every Mario game ever is saving the princess uh, or saving somebody from Bowser, right? Uh, In this movie, Mario actually has to team up with the princess to save Luigi. And, you know, normally the game's one player uh, or two player you play Luigi, so I thought that was smart to have him and the princess team up to save his brother because you had to get Luigi in there, right? But I I don't know what more you want, like, plot-wise. I mean, did Mario have some big transformation? Was there some huge twist in the movie No, but it gave me everything I want as a Super Mario Brothers fan. Uh, Growing up playing the game, uh, this movie was so nostalgic. It had so many references to uh, Nintendo characters or other games like Super Mario Kart. And I just thought it was really clever the way they kind of wove the Super Mario Kart and, you know, even the star power up. And it was kind of funny when he enters the world and he's... uh, you know, he's discovering that eating these mushrooms can make him bigger and stronger. And, you know, it was, it was fun. It was, I don't know what more people want when they complain about a movie like this. I mean, it's a kid's movie. It's a movie for little kids. And if you have children, uh, I promise you they're going to love this movie. Um, Donkey Kong's in the movie. Uh, Jack Black is Bowser, and he's uh, hilarious. Um, he does a a song, I think that's gone viral, uh, on the internet, um, where he's singing to, uh, Peaches, uh, the princess and, you know, I I can't get it out of my head. Just all day running my mind now is just Peaches, 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 Peaches. And, uh, (laughs) it's just funny that they made Bowser, um, sing and, uh, it's just kind of funny seeing this big dinosaur being in love with this, uh, this person woman um and yeah I don't know it was it was a really and, and I like that It you know some people were like oh it's too short I thought it was perfect an hour and a half like I said movies are getting a little too long these days um like we know the good guys are gonna win right we're not like wondering who's gonna win the fight between Mario and Bowser so let's just get to it you know but it was it was, a really, it was a really fun watch, really easy watch, you know, very light, you don't have to think too much. The movie is directed by Aaron Horvath and Michael Jelinek. Now, another big controversy with this movie was the casting of Chris Pratt as the voice of Mario. I'm, I've been very critical of that, and I just kind of found that weird. I'm like, shouldn't they have went with, like, you know, super Italian guy? But the movie actually, and there's going to be a couple spoilers here, so if you haven't seen it yet, you might not want to hear this part, but I don't really think it gives anything major away. But like the way they set the movie up is the brothers are uh, from Brooklyn, New York, and they're kind of a part of this bigger Italian family where they're kind of like the butt of the jokes. They get made fun of. And to explain like their costumes and their gloves, which I thought was very clever, it was them trying to be clever and have. They say everybody needs a gimmick because they have a plumbing business and they're trying to stand out. And the movie kind of opens on this, uh, you know, commercial that they made where they're like, "It's us, and the Mario Brothers," and, and they kind of have that very thick Italian voice that I think a lot of people were expecting. But I, uh, I think the creator said it would have been too much to have that be all movie. So it's kind of these voices they do as their plumber persona characters. Um, and people kind of make fun of them and tease them and are like, it's a me, a Mario. And, but they don't really talk like that. They sound more normal and they're like, Oh, do you think, do you think the accents were too much? And you know, and then they get made fun of for wearing their white gloves. And you know, he's like, we got to stand out. We got to, you know, that's why they wear the red and the green. And I thought that was really clever to kind of explain why they look the way they look and it made them like feel more human and normal because you kind of admire, you know, in any good movie, you always want your protagonist to have something that they're working towards, something that they're putting their heart and soul into. So by them, you know, really trying to be business owners and launch this plumbing business and go to the lengths of, you know, wearing elaborate costumes and, and, and trying to really uh, make themselves stand out, you know, I admired them as charact- admired them as characters. I'm like, oh, they're entrepreneurs. And then another thing I read, like, that somebody was very critical of. They're like they're like, "Oh, so he just finds a magic pipe and goes down it and into this other world and that was too loose of a plot point for them." Uh, have you been playing the games? That's what happens. They go in pipes and the pipes lead to new worlds. I didn't think that was like some crazy stretch. Again, you have talking turtles, and you know magical worlds and and mushrooms that you eat that make you big and strong like is it that much of a leap that there's a magical world in the pipe like i don't think so personally i'm not getting hung up on that plot point in this movie and that's why i think critics were just too um i just the whole movie i kept watching i'm like what did people want like They're on an adventure to save someone from Bowser. That's every game ever. And Toad was hilarious in the movie. I thought Toad was really funny. I also thought uh, Bowser's henchman, the, the turtle guy, was really funny. And just in general, his interaction with his minions, if you will, um you know there's there's one scene in the movie where he's like you know we're gonna take over the mushroom kingdom we're gonna invade and be the leaders and I am gonna marry princess and everybody's like what and they're like but she doesn't like you and and then he's like I don't care and they're like what if she says no and he's like then I will destroy the mushroom kingdom and I don't know it's just It was fun. Like, honestly, I could probably watch the movie again right now and have just as much fun with it as I did when I just saw it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors,
1: big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down.
2: apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
0: do you love selena
1: like really love
0: whether you saw her live saw the movie as a kid or saw her looks all over tiktok there's no shortage of reasons to stand the queen of tejano
1: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon.
0: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
2: I love in the final battle scene, um, and again, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but it's really cool and dramatic uh, the way... Bowser's like breathing fire at them and you think like they get hit by this fire and really they M- Mario and Luigi at the same time they get this star and they get star power and then the music kicks in and it was so cool the score and the music was just like in the video game where it's like dun 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 so uh and then of course they beat Bowser. Um and it was really cool too because the kind of final battle takes place back on Earth. Um so like everybody in the neighborhood and all their family that kind of have made fun of them or teased them a little got to see them be heroes and another cool thing because like i'm always looking for the emotional through line right we always want a commercial hook that's super mario brothers and then we want an emotional through line and at the very beginning of the movie um you know i think it's luigi one of them say to the other you know when we're together we can do anything You, you don't have to be afraid as long as we're together and at the very end of the movie right when they're you know he finally saves his brother and they're teaming up to defeat bowser uh i i i'm trying to remember um i want to say luigi blocks bowser's fire from mario like with some sort of shield or something and he looks back at, at mario and there's like fire all around him he's like you don't have to be afraid as long as we're together and I like literally got chills. I was like, reminding me of my relationship with my sister, you know, it, it just, it was, I was like, oh, okay, this, this movie's, I, like I said, I really enjoyed it. And you know, sometimes, I always talk about this with movies, sometimes when you have really, really high expectations for a movie, you're almost always disappointed because you're like, you know, you have such high hopes. Uh, it's like what I always say with the movie Man of Steel, when I first saw it, I hated it. I was so upset. I like, for whatever reason, I didn't get what I wanted. But I watched that movie more and more over time, and I'm like, oh, I kind of really like The Man of Steel. So when you go into a movie with low expectations, because I was like, okay, critics are giving this, you know, a 50 something percent, I-, I-, I was like scared that it might not be good. But it was great. I, I really enjoyed it, and it's just fun. Um, the characters are the, the whole world, the whole all the characters are adorable. and you know, as, as, a, as a man and you know I like to think of myself as an alpha male. Uh, and I hate using using this adjective, but I'm gonna do it, okay? It's 2023. The movie is very cute. It's just a cute movie, all right? <laughs> um, and yeah, and, and you know, you know when, when they go to the castle, uh, in the games, and they have like the skeleton turtles. That's in the movie as well, which was like really fun. And um, you know, there was no no Yoshi, which I was surprised that there was no Yoshi. Uh, maybe they're saving Yoshi for the sequel, because you know, if they put every there was no Kirby either, it would have been nice to see Kirby. Um, but I think Nintendo, you definitely have to make a sequel. You definitely, I would love to see more Nintendo characters in the world. You know, maybe Metroid trying to think of other... Zelda, Link. I mean, now we we need more. We want more, so... Uh, really good movie. I'm trying to think what else I can tell you guys other than... Um, I think it sets it up really well. It makes makes the... the, the Mario and Luigi very likable. Um, and I really liked Princess's character, too. They kind of give her her backstory, how she ended up in that world. And I thought her and Mario's relationship was really, really nice. Like, I... I just, yeah, this movie, I definitely recommend it. Um, I would give it, I'm gonna give it four stars, four out of four. I mean, there was nothing, I really don't have a criticism of it other than I just don't agree with critics. I mean, could you have had a more in-depth plot? I I don't know, maybe, but it didn't bother me. So, go see Super Mario Brothers, written by Matthew Fogel, in theaters now. And visually, it's a gorgeous movie. The animation is top-notch. Uh, it was produced by Illumination Entertainment, Universal Pictures, and Nintendo. And apparently, uh, Nintendo was all over this. They you know, consulted with the, the writers and, and were all over the story and how they wanted their world of Nintendo depicted. And that was the other thing. I thought the world was really cool, the way they built it. Uh, there's even one, part in the movie where Mario and Princess are looking at the stars, and he says to her, you know, maybe you're from my planet, because in the movie she reveals that, you know, one day she came through the pipe, she was like a baby, and she doesn't know how she got here, and the toads uh, raised her as their own, and when she was old enough, made her princess, and, um, you know, so Mario says to her, you know, maybe you're from my world, and then she looks up at the, the sky, and she's like, you know, there's thousands and thousands and countless galaxies and universes so who knows where I'm from and I don't know it was just very relatable like you know you, we have millions of galaxies and, and stars out there so who knows what's out there maybe there's a mushroom kingdom uh, but I don't know it was, it was just it was just sweet it was a sweet moment when <laughs> here I am a grown man I'm like oh Mario and Princess they're really getting along maybe they'll kiss. Um, but yeah the movie was just sweet and it's doing amazing at the box office Uh, it's made a ton of money so the odds are likely we are gonna get another Super Mario Brothers movie in the near future hopefully okay guys let me know in the comments if you saw Super Mario Brothers movie let me know what you think about it and uh, we'll be back next week for more Let's Talk Movies I'm your host it's a me Brian thanks for watching